Hello everyone, welcome back to Keep It Foxy, episode 2. Welcome back guys. We're so pumped to be back with you guys. Um, My name is Laura. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. And today's topic, we're going to talk about the five wounds. We're going to get a little bit more into detail on that in just a few moments, but first we wanted to kind of go back to last week's episode and just briefly talk about like how we each felt about disclosing some pretty personal information (laughs) it's like it's new to us this is obviously our second you know podcast and the first one we went deep we went straight into some pretty personal information on the topic of sex so right out the bat yeah literally started so quickly yeah and some people gave us some feedback about how it was helpful helpful yeah but also like whoa you gave it all away (laughs) it wasn't our intention it was just like we wanted to start off with something juicy something juicy yeah i feel like i got some pretty interesting commentary too in my instagram dm so first um i'll just briefly say like very briefly say what i disclosed which was oh my god am i gonna say it again say it again (laughs) Why not? I mean, you guys should go check out the first episode. It was funny. Yeah, I have a question. Go ahead. Yeah. Can you, Emily, say sex today? <laughs> yeah, that is, that is important. I have grown up in the last seven days. And yes, I can say sex. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was so clap. Clap. Okay. We're no, proud of you. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was really funny. You guys should definitely go listen to it. But, um, so I disclosed that I have not had sex in years and that I've never had an orgasm. Which is okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. So, you know, we all kind of, you know, like talked about it over the past week. Like, how did we each feel about like what we talked about? And for me, I felt like it was just so personal and you get over it. It's kind of funny. You're like worried about it for the first like day or two. And then just, like, time keeps going, and you're like, whatever about it. But what was funny is I got a DM from somebody that I, like, never talked to who gave me, like, sex advice. That was cool. I thought that was... When you told me that, I was like, that's pretty cool. Because it wasn't even... It was, like, friendly. (laughs) The hummingbird? And what was the other one? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. But I was like, wow, okay. That's, That's cool, though. Funny. I mean, I feel you. I feel like I understand where you're coming from when you say that you felt a little bit like you disclosed a lot. I feel like mm-hmm. you disclosed the most. I was second, and Lisa was third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we all have things we're going to talk about and we're not going to talk about. And as the show progresses, ooh, show, mm-hmm. I feel like we'll all end up saying things that we're like, you know, that it's we- personal, but we hope that we're, our goal is to just help people feel like, Normal. Understood. Relate mm-hmm. and understood. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I get it. Yeah. So I think that we each kind of feel like good about what we talked about. And you feel going, good about it now? Yeah. I, I didn't, like I said. For right. a couple of days, I kept I kept asking Lisa and Emily, like, oh my god. Like, what the, what the yeah. F? Like, I literally just said so much. I was, like, freaking out about it. But, 
Yeah, it's like ultimately what I realized is that it's it's not a bad thing if you want to abstain from sex. If, right. if sex is like something that is emotional for you and you need a connection, mm-hmm. that's okay. And I, I, I feel like that. yeah, and I feel like I was just embarrassed about it for a moment there. But it's like that's a personal choice that I should yeah. just be proud of. Exactly. I agree with that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's good for you to help people who might be doing things that aren't true to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of help themselves to feel more confident in their decision. Exactly, yeah. And to, like, listen to what they actually want instead of just, like, following the norm. Yeah. And also, like, don't... I think I think it's sexy when people own who they are. I think so, too. So you're sexy. Like, literally sexy. I'm so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. I'm so sexy. I am sexy. Mm-hmm. I'm sexy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say so. Let me start again. I'm okay. so sexy. Yeah, okay, I'm so. Sexy. Yeah, you just have to say so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. For me, I'm not someone that talks about my life at all. Yeah. Even to my friends. A learning curve. Yeah. So I'm more like of a, a listener than... And I give advice. Mm-hmm. Then someone that's just like, oh, this happened and this happened and I felt like that. Like mm-hmm. nobody needs to f- needs to know how I felt. Mm, really? Are you yeah. private because you feel like people knowing information about you is them having an advantage on you? No, I just think I can take I can take care of myself by myself, mm-hmm. and I know I know what I'm doing. I know how I feel, and I know I will be fine. And I just know how to take care of myself. I don't need to, like, tell everyone what's happening because I know I will figure it out. And I always mm-hmm. did, so... Yeah. See, me personally, I actually love telling people. Oh, I, I like pick and choose. Like, there are just yeah. certain situations where I feel completely comfortable. Ex- like, you have to be very discerning, I think, like, about when is the right time to, like, give information about yourself, you mm-hmm. know? Like, because there are times where... I feel called to Mm. tell someone an experience that I've that I've experienced to help them Mm -hmm. I think so too yeah but I I also see how it's good to be private I feel better I feel like protected you do yeah I don't know I have a thing I'm like you like privacy I do like see I like my privacy for certain things you know that about me where I'm like oh no I would prefer that to be private and sometimes it's actually the more simple things I prefer to be private Mm -hmm. rather than bigger things that you would think right like it's so interesting yeah that's interesting yeah it's so funny but um but yeah I feel like going (laughs) forward it'll be fine like it is what it is yeah it's a podcast that makes me notice Mm -hmm. I know that for me, Lisa, um, I know that people sometimes they could think that I talk a lot about my life because mm-hmm. I say a lot of like useless things mm. like about my life. And so people are like, oh, I know her or she yeah. talks about herself, blah, blah, blah. But then they're like, oh, wait, they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, like things about my family or even about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person who's like, doesn't tell a lot about myself but if i say something i will just like say it like this so i will say something like, like it's a bomb yeah you just drop it yeah and i have like no like feeling when i say it it's just like i will say something very big happening in my life mm. and i would just be like yeah that's it and people are like 
really? And yeah, because that's like, really you. that's like wait, you. Wait, how so? Oh, no, with, like, but yeah, stuff? yeah. I feel like you guys have similarities in that then, because like she'll come up and open the door. She's like, "Hey, um, someone stole my Vespa." All right, so oh, how yeah, was your day? Was... I'm like, what? Yeah, but that had just <laughs> happened ten minutes before. I was shocked. But I would be like calling people, like, "Oh, oh my yeah, god," yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, and she's just like, like "Hey, what's up? How are you? Someone stole my Vespa. <laughs> how was your day?" And I was yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, that is actually an example of like how I deal with things. Like yeah. I like I say them as if they're no big deal. Yeah. But literally they could be. They yeah, could be I feel deal. like I feel like as much even though people don't like to admit it, I think we all like to control how we're perceived. And I think we all like to say some things and not say some other things. Mm-hmm. Like people in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the general. Pers- it's the ego trying to preserve itself. I don't know about that because I don't. It, me from like it's not. I don't. Not I do not say not my life. <laughs> What's that? Like, I don't you don't not say things. Yeah, I do not say things about my life. Not about like judgment. It's just I just I just think that people don't need to know. I'm just like, why would they know? Like, it's useless for them to know. It's not gonna change anything. As long as I know what's happening, I'm aware. Yeah. I just need to fix it, and that's it. Like, what's the point for me to tell people, and then they're gonna react and blah blah? Like, it's too much. Like, I just need to like, I don't know. I don't think I really care about what people think. I'm just like, I just know I can fix it. So, why would I talk about it? Is and it- then I will talk about it later when I fixed it. Is there any time where you want to involve people in, in like, things that you're going through? Or, like... No. No. You prefer to do it all alone? Oh, yeah. Really? I don't say anything until I fixed it. Yeah, that's true. And then once I fixed it, I'm like, oh, yeah, this happened. And people are like, but why don't you talk to me? Yeah, she didn't tell me about, like, two things until after, and I was like... What? That is yeah. so interesting. Yeah, and people are like, like what? To talk yeah. to people. Oh yeah, Laura's like, I'm gonna talk to you every single day. We're gonna no, okay. but that's not a bad thing. <laughs> every single day, I'm like that. Kind of. <laughs> I like to involve. But my that's friends. not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, it's good wow. you express yourself. We're all different. That's mm-hmm. the beauty. Yeah. Okay, so, well, now that we're talking about this, I think that it's safe to say it's, it's time for us to get into t- today's topic, which is... So, today we're going to talk about the, the five wounds. So, uh, a while back ago, I had my, um, my French friend, because I'm French, so we were talking with my French friend that is, like, um, more, like, has more knowledge about that, and she taught me those five um, wounds and there is actually a book about it uh, in French and in English I think Mm -hmm. and so there are uh, five wounds that are triggered during childhood um, with bigger or like smaller events it could be really small events that like triggered us as a kid but that is impacting us our whole life and um, so the five wounds are like abandonment, betrayal, humiliation, injustice, and rejection. Um, so for example, the one I recognize, so we don't have one per person. It could be several ones depending of the events that happened and the, one that, the ones that 
um, triggered. So mm -hmm. they could have been big like events in your life that happened, but maybe it didn't have any impact on you compared that smaller ones that really like triggered you. So for me, for example, it's like abandonment and the ones that I noticed. Uh, abandonment and humiliation for sure. Um, I know that for abandonment, it's when it's stupid, but it's when my uh, little brother was born. Um, I thought about it for a long time. I like went deep into myself to know because I just wanted to know. I was curious what happened. But I remember when I was a kid, when my little brother was born, like I had less attention. Yeah, that and makes sense. I I felt alone. Mm -hmm. I love my little brother. Like he's my whole life, but. As a kid, that was like, oh, like it's my friends don't gone. care. Yeah. It. How old were you? Like, how much older? Four. Four years. Yeah, four years old. So you were four. Yeah, you were I was four. four yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was just like, oh, my parents don't care about me. And the fact that four years old, I still remember now that I'm 21, mm -hmm. is that it really like triggered Shuffle me. Board, yeah. yeah. So this, uh, for right. abandonment and this abandonment wound and issue like it reflects in all of my relationships and everything i always have this fear but that's something we'll talk about later probably <laughs> <laughs> i'm just giving examples yeah but i think it's amazing that you're in touch with that i know yeah i just need to know that you already know about it like but that's what i'm saying i just need so to know. many I people would it. never admit that too about their exactly. siblings yeah. Oh, but I love my brother. Right. Like, right. but I was a kid. I was four. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. And I bet you more people have that. Oh, but it's so so abandonment issue is like very common. Like very yeah. very common. Mm -hmm. Um. Also, the one I have is humiliation. So as a kid, I have many examples of me being humiliated. But I have like two. I think I really remember. I think when I was like seven, I was in like uh, primary school. I think mm -hmm. that's how we call it. And I had this teacher. I was very bad in math, and I'm still very bad. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm so bad. And this teacher would like literally in front of everyone tell me that I'm dumb. Oh my! And God. I'm stupid. Oh my! See here I go. That's <laughs> what? So, yeah. No, she did not. Oh yeah, she was like, "Are you stupid? Like you're really dumb <gasps> right now." Like fired. she should have been fired. Yeah, oh, but I still remember it. And yeah, this. It's traumatic. And also as a kid, like, um, I had, like, my bag that was, like, curvy. Like, mm, I don't know. And my bag. No, no, but Not just... Not your back, your bag. No, my bag. Oh, your bag? It, but it wasn't, like... How can I say that? Like... It's a spine? Like this. Oh. Yeah, my spine. And my spine was, like... I don't know how to say it, but my butt will, like, go, Pop like... Out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way you stand, and yes. the spine, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. spine. Yeah. And so when I was a kid, like everyone would make fun of me. Really? Yeah. That is so. And I've strange. never even noticed that. Children are weird, or people are weird. Well, oh no, we were children kids. are so mean. I never yeah. really are. And <laughs> everyone would make fun of me, and so I would try to walk and like put my butt together. You know, when you like squeeze it, yeah. so it's flat, and I would walk and try to be like this. And my mom, one day, she told me, she was like, you're going to see one day, you're going to get older and everyone will, will want to have your butt. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, are you sure? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this and also because I was too fat. That's why it was it. 
Yes. I wasn't, but as a dancer, I was like, I had like my chicks and then my butt. I wasn't fat. I was just yeah. like, you were, mm. you were a person. I was like cute. A female. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and um, my dance teacher and her mom, they used to make fun of me and to t- tell me to stop eating. And your mom? No, not my mom. Oh. No, my mom, she was like, eat. Yeah. <laughs> but Your dance teacher. Yeah, and her mom. Mm. and they one day I was eating and she literally like took off the food of me like took the food mm-hmm. with her and she took my arm brought me to the dance studio and threw me in the dance studio and telling me I was too big and I had to stop eating and I wasn't even big like I swear wow I was like a little like chicken like that's a story I bet a lot of dancers can relate to in general they're like yeah. child dancers teenage dancers mm-hmm. adult dancers like like a dancer thing yeah i feel like yeah that's definitely common but i feel like here it's a little bit more shamed i definitely feel like maybe it was the times yeah. too you know back you i mean my ballet teacher made me cry every day mm-hmm. but it was more like don't be lazy and like i think she was mean to the people who she thought were like had potential yeah me too <clears throat> So maybe that was why they were mean to you. Now I, I yeah. like hated. Twisted. Okay, she's never gonna listen to. It. I really disliked my ballet teacher growing up, and then I was like, now I like really see the um the benefit, like how she benefited my life and how much she helped me, you know. Yeah, those wounds they make you. Those wounds, yeah. Those wounds. Oh yeah. They hit deep. Yeah. But so, for example, the humiliation in my life, the way it appears is that if I talk in front of big groups, yeah. especially talking, I'm like, it's automatic. I can't stop myself. I'm like shaking a lot. When you I'm, talk in big groups? Like if I do like a project in front of a class mm. and it's very bad. I can't stop myself. I try like mentally to be like, no, it's okay. Yeah. Like nobody cares, blah, blah, blah. But my body is just automatic. I just shake oh a lot and I barely can talk. Yeah. So you have like anxieties. It's anxiety. Yeah. It's public speaking. Mm -hmm. I actually, it just depends for me. Like there are some situations where I actually love it. I loved being the center of attention. Yeah, that's the same with me. But depending on who's in the room, like if I have a crush in the room, uh uh. Oh, no, 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 no. I will literally. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. no. I'll be like, oh my God. Like, but if that person, if that one person, or like, yeah, it's usually like. So what the, do you what do you think your wounds? Then? My wounds. Yeah. Were... Oh man. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna say for me, mine's probably gonna be fear of abandonment, and then possibly rejection. Yeah. I'd say so. I feel that. Yeah. So why do you think this? <laughs> Stop bluffing. <laughs> We're getting into it. I know. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to keep mine as light as possible, but it, it's kind of interesting. So I um, I think my abandonment probably comes from the loss of my parents mm-hmm. and my brother. I lost, um, you know, all three of those people in my life uh, pretty early on in life. And yeah, I think that that may cause a little bit of right, something. Of Possibly. But to be honest... I feel like I've dealt with all of that really well. Like I've, yeah. I don't know. I feel like very blessed to be, like so I, strong. yeah, like so a, strong. 
yeah, like able to survive and to not feel like dependent on these people being in my life to like survive. Mm-hmm. She's like looking at me in the eyes. I'm like, oh, that's like my fear. Yeah, because I'm like, ah. it's just like very, I'm like, I it's cry very intense. You do, I know. I literally, very, she's very yeah. scared about it. And a lot of people that I've talked to um, are scared about losing like family members. Yeah, I mean, I've pretty much lost all of them already, so. I know, I think I just have this thing where it's like in my head. No, but you, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot for me. Yeah. Have you ever had someone from your family like? No, it's so weird. That's why. It's like, I think I just like, whatever happened, like I created this bond with my parents where it was just so tight that because my my brother and my sister were like 15 years older than me so Mm -hmm. there was an age difference so i didn't really like compete or like have like that like you know sibling that was close in age Mm -hmm. yeah though i just had my parents but um but you're i don't know i really value i i like something clicked in me when i turned like 21 where i like value people's time on the planet like Mm -hmm. like not it's not gonna take me being like 40 years old to be like we need to not take people for granted Mm -hmm. you know yeah i feel that now but that's good so good yeah that's a good thing i feel like that's so important for people in life to like really just appreciate the fact that like day by day moment by moment it's like you just really never know Mm -hmm. like what can happen what life will throw at you because all three of those passings were were very just like well two of them I kind of had like I knew that was coming but like it's still when it happens you just what 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 would you say helped you be so strong and what would you say to people who have just lost or what would you say there's people right now dying because of coronavirus I just talked to my nephew and he's like my friend's dad just died yeah yeah there's teenagers dealing with this right now you know so what like what advice do you give um well for me Personally, um, I was definitely young when my mom and my brother passed, but I feel like being, it's so hard to say for other people because when you do lose people, it's a very personal experience and like me telling my experiences may help, but I think being very, so for me, I don't feel like they're ever truly gone. Yeah, you, you say that. I just, I don't know. I'm a very, like, spiritual person. And so for me, I just, when my mom passed, it didn't really feel like she was gone. And I know that might sound crazy, but, like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't relate to the whole, like, oh, well, they're physically gone, like. So they're gone. Yeah, I just right. don't know why. I just have this inner trust in knowing that, like, everything happens for a reason and in divine timing and like there's nothing that's ever going to be thrown at me in life that I can't handle and that wasn't made for me to go through at that exact time to be the person that I was born to be so I've always felt that yeah I... at a very young age I just knew it like I to be honest I didn't this might sound bad actually I'm kind of embarrassed to say this but I went to school the next day after my mom passed and like kind of acted like nothing happened. Mm. And it took me years. No, my sister did not act that way. She didn't go to school for weeks. And then with my brother, she she flipped out. I know people like this that did the same thing. It was like my own. I feel like it's a. I feel like what I've learned. Yeah, 
I've because of my own experiences is that and my traumas and my wounds I learned that I personally go into something called fight or flight mm-hmm very real it's thing in your trauma. body and yeah. it's in your brain what is mm-hmm. that? when something happens to you that either is part of your wound and like something gets triggered or something your brain goes into a mode where it protects itself so you you avoid it's like an avoidance but it's more it's like literally it's like, like surviving yeah like how your brain your body numbs it's traumatic the moment it's like how do i survive this moment? when you're in when a bear is about to attack you your yeah, body you is like, so you're like, boom, adrenaline, and you're like deciding what you're gonna do. I think I'm like that too, because everyone that I know that passed away, it's the way I take it. It's like they go on vacation. And <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> no, but it's true. I'm just like, it's like I take a vacation. If I take a vacation, I don't see you like for a long time. So it's the same thing. Yeah. And then I just like, I avoid it and I don't think about it, and I don't know. I don't know. How to say that. I don't know, like for example, like my aunt, she passed away last year and uh, I was like close to her mm-hmm. and... So sorry. Yeah. Pretty long. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, like it was weird and it's weird because I dreamt about her a few days ago. Wow. So weird. I told my mom. She must like, be listening. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but my mom told me, mm-hmm. so, so it's my sister mom's my sister's mom mm-hmm. so my mom told me and the first thing I did is of course calling my mom because it, it was her sister so who cares about me it's my aunt like it was her sister mm-hmm. and um, and so I called her and whatever but then I was just like I don't know it's I don't know it's weird I was just like okay this happened I felt sad but then I was like okay move on keep doing your life and I never thought about it again mm-hmm. and if I think about it I'm just like okay whatever but it's like it's something I've known her my whole life mm-hmm. like she's has lived with me I mean I knew her well like we were like super close but I was ju- I'm just like I don't know it's weird so I don't know if I have this no so okay so there's one thing I can say about it is like when you lose somebody that you love um there's no wrong way to deal with it right yeah. I think that there are ways to cope and there are healthy ways to like acknowledge what has happened but i think that i don't think what i do is healthy <laughs> yeah i know it's true i think it's good to just, I, just be yeah i don't, I don't the emotions i don't think so i think, I think avoiding I is bad i think of i think especially for me i've always been the kind of person where like i'll, I'll have friends that like brag and everyone's like i cannot stand that person and i just like see right through it i'm like they feel a little bit less than mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. for me when someone's very like i don't feel anything i'm like you feel a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have a hard time you have a hard time admitting it you know and yes. i get that like i literally used to be like i'm a rock mm-hmm. you know i used to tell everyone i used to act that way until i like finally admitted it to myself like there's strength in being soft <laughs> yeah there's so much strength and i had to see that though it took a long time for me to understand. I think so too. Yeah. But I don't think for myself. But it's but you never know. I think no. as time goes on, we all grow, we all learn and we you know, and I think that when you lose somebody, it takes so much it takes it takes time to fully realize how that death transforms you because I think yeah. each death is a transformation. 
when you lose somebody. I feel like it changes you in ways that nothing else in life can. Mm-hmm, that's and that's the beauty of life and death. Well, I think that's probably where, like, aban- like your wounds come up, right? And so for yeah, me, mine, so, yeah. mine's definitely abandonment, like we've all heard. Mm-hmm. And then mine's also injustice. I feel kind of weird talking about injustice, though, because hearing other people's things that they've had to deal with about injustice makes me feel like mine's not as valid but it is i know but i'm like i think it is you can't compare yourself i know i'm just like everyone has like different lives you know right like no one's but for me mine is definitely injustice and like um why do you why do you think you want to talk about it at all yeah it's it's definitely like because of dance because i it was such a big it is a big part of my life but it was a lot of a huge portion of my life growing up and like I remember like not being able to be in certain dances and stuff like that because not because I wasn't good enough but because of my age and so if I were in that group with the better girls then I would have made that group compete at a higher age group so it was like no we're not gonna put her in there for that so I was always like why like you know like let's compete at an at a higher and it was like no i never got to dance with them like if it was in a large group you know so i was always like i was always like trying mm. and it was just not gonna happen for me because everyone started really young and i started at nine which is which still is so young, young. Yes, but they young. started at three yeah that's funny because me was the opposite i was always the youngest and my teacher will always like fake my age on my papers to do like groups with the older ones really no for me the younger ones were better because they had been dancing for together Mm -hmm. and and then it was just like i like became this person who was like no like i first i was like dealing with it and then i just started speaking out all the time i was like i just was so bothered by it one time i used to live right in front of my dance studio like Mm -hmm. And my friend called me. We were both getting treated the same, just us two. Like, we were both being the ones that were, like, we were too old. And they were, like, she's, like, it's time. And I, like, stopped eating my dinner, and I walked over there, and I was, like, you guys are so unfair. Like, I went off, and I was young. what age? I was young. I was, like, 13, like, 12. That's cool. And my parents were, like, is it time? I was, like, it's time. (laughs) I was, like, I have to go do this. That's cool. Wow. I like that. I, I hate cool. injustice. Like, it me too. bothers yeah. me. Me too, but I don't think for me it's a wound, though. It is for me. Like, when I see something... Yeah, yeah I just... I, it just it. Yeah. No, for me, it's like... It made me feel, like, not worthy. Mm. Yeah. Or, like... You know when you, like, risk something for someone? You're like... for To be a good person, you would be like... for If I was a dance teacher and somebody deserves something, I wouldn't... I would be like, you guys are gonna try and compete at a higher age. Like, I would do that for someone if they deserved it. But I felt like, damn, these people don't think I deserve it. You don't think that would be rejection at all? Maybe. Like, fall into that category a little? Yeah, I mean, I could see how that... I think also with rejection, like, in my adult life, I, like, stray away with friendships and with people i'm like okay that's not gonna work for you then bye (laughs) that's literally how i am like yeah you are i really am like you experienced me i'm like well it didn't work so i was like okay bye (laughs) and i'm like unbothered Mm -hmm. yeah i'm the same but i'm also like at what point Mm -hmm. do you feel like oh like this person isn't meant to be in my life or are you just having a rejection 
Do you know Can what you I mean? That? Like, at what point are you having like an ego problem where you're like it's fine it's all gonna be fine like i can say goodbye to someone or at what point are you accepting that you don't have control over who stays in your life or who goes and like sometimes people walk out of your life and it's what's best Mm. that's kind of the excuse and like what i tell myself Uh, you say that like well maybe they're just not meant to be in my life yeah as opposed to i should be trying or avoiding you know interesting that is a hard question to ask because right? you have to like like because i'm be like either. it's if it's meant to be it will be so right. why am i gonna push this yeah. i think that there should be like a good balance like you have to like weigh out the pros and cons or like figure out like well what is this person adding in my life like are they really adding value or oh, I am i holding on to something that really doesn't mm-hmm. add much to my life you mm-hmm. know like and then I think that that's a good time where you can be like, okay, I should let this person, you know, go about their merry way, and I'll go about mine. And if we're meant to have a friendship or a relationship, then it will, it will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's I've done sure. that so many times. Me too. <laughs> I sound like a bad friend. <laughs> I really do. I have. And then, like, we always, like, if the ones that are, like, I'm meant to come back to, we always, like, it's like we end up co- talking again. And, that's like, true. it always ends up happening. Like, I it's agree. like a forever thing. Mm-hmm. But it, but we need to grow. People yeah. need to grow. Right. And you have learn. to, like, learn mm-hmm. when it's okay to let go. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like, hold on to things a little too long. Oh my god, that just reminded me that I used to be obsessed with, like, not letting go when I was in high school and, like, middle school. You yeah, had, like, feelings with friends shared. that just reminded me how I used to not let people go okay, and so that's cry and be like, oh my god, my friends abandoned me. Oh my yeah. god, abandoned me. So that's so, abandonment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so she said she felt abandoned. Yeah, but so, like, how do you feel about it, like, in your life, like... I feel like I've healed that a lot more, especially with the situation that happened with my brother. Mm. Coming back from that, where he was choosing someone else to be there for them instead of me all the time, Mm -hmm. I had to realize that there was nothing wrong with me and that I need to just be there for myself. Mm -hmm. And once you really understand that, you can respect when people need to be there for themselves. Mm. And you don't take it personal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of sense. And you, so you still have it? Do you think so? Abandonment? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like... Yeah, with my parents. Yeah. With my parents, for sure. Do you think there's any way for us, for a human to ever be, like, fully healed of any of their wounds? Because I just don't think I don't it's think possible so. as a human. I don't think so either. Like, I feel like yeah, there's always like something Yeah, it's like a life more. There will always be lesson. something, yeah. I mean, what's the point of life if we don't have lessons to learn? Yeah. And do you guys feel like the people that you attract in your life are, like, the people that are meant to be there to, like, help you heal? I think about about this so much. The people around me. Or mirrors. Oh, my God. I believe people that come in your life are mirrors. Because I feel like that that's the world we live in. I don't know if they're mirrors, but I think they're here to teach you something. Or help you in some way. But it could be negative too. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, for sure. But that's what I mean by mirrors. I honestly, this is my like idea of life. I feel like we live in like a life that is like that, like where our external reality is like a representation of our internal reality. Kind yeah. of like three dimensional, four dimensional. I know. You know. Well, I think that when you <laughs> I said I know because they were saying something to me subliminally. When you. <laughs> 
when you sorry i lost my point yeah. okay bye emily <laughs> no one. um so yeah yeah but people around us let's want... let's give some tips mm-hmm. yeah that okay. you found so i did uh do some research um, She's very good for research. Yeah, yeah. I like to do some research. Laura, the researcher. I do love to do research it's on great. all sorts of topics. <laughs> but this is super simple research. It's just tips on how to help somebody with abandonment issues because I think mm-hmm. that's helpful. So, um, Which we all have. Okay, okay, I just have to say something mm-hmm. first. So this is tips to help you, right? Ooh. But before that, you have to accept that you have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, reflect on yourself, know what you have from where you have it, where it um, impacts your life and what it does in your life, what happens, if there is like cycles or whatever that repeats itself. And also, if you want to change those patterns, because personally, I know that I have like humiliation and abandonment, but humiliation, I don't really know what to do about it because my body is just shaking but for abandonment like I just keep repeating the same thing all the time and I don't even think I want to change it it's weird so it's like a lot of it's easy to be like oh that's tips and like and you're gonna be like oh I'm just gonna do what they say you know but you have to like work on yourself too it's not just reading an article and be like okay i'm gonna do that i think that also i want to quickly say that we're not trying to say that you need to erase your wound Mm -hmm. no it's more how to like for me it's not about it's embracing it yeah embracing Mm -hmm. oh yeah and accepting loving them yeah like giving them love and not running away from them Mm -hmm. yeah like because when you run away from like your your shit your trauma it's just gonna continue to chase you. Yeah. You have to turn That's around right. and face it, look <laughs> it in the eye, and say, I love you, you poor little wound. Oh my god. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're okay. Like, yeah. one of my dance teachers this semester, maybe you heard her actually, it's this semester. She, uh, in one of the classes, she made this analogy just like really fast about like um, things that come up in our life that are hurdles or like things that we will make bigger by avoiding or by being afraid of them but if we just acknowledge them they get smaller but the more we avoid them the bigger they get and the oh bigger my that god they get. so true so the more fear we place on them the bigger they grow but if you can just look at them acknowledge your your um barriers mm-hmm. you know they they minimize mm-hmm. they get smaller yeah and also know? what i was saying earlier too um we always attract our fears. Mm, out of people? Or no. in general? Like, if you're afraid of being abundant, you're gonna be abundant. <laughs> no, literally, we attract she's our like, fears. She's, like, so funny. Yeah. She like, she's, like, she's just like, hi, um, if you're afraid to be abundant, you're gonna be abundant. <laughs> no emotions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's me. Yeah, I definitely that's the way think I am. that... I love it. That's actually, that brings me to one of the tips that's on here. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really simple, like I said, but like replacing negative thoughts with more realistic ones. Mm-hmm. You know, just becoming aware of your negative thoughts, your beliefs. And then, because if you're, if you're just like putting so much energy into those like fears, as you yeah. just said, then they'll just keep being there and mm-hmm. they're gonna, they're gonna stay there yeah. until mm-hmm. you switch it or until you replace it. Yeah. Re-identify it. I mean, big life, if, I mean, the way I see life is that 
if something is wrong about like what you do in life or a fear or whatever um life is gonna give you obstacles and the like a cycle and as long as you don't understand what's happening the obstacles are gonna be bigger and bigger and bigger until you're gonna be like oh my god like i'm hurt like, yeah yeah and then, just have fun and then yeah you're gonna be like i need to change have fun and have the fun pain. on the obstacle course we have fun on obstacle she, courses we're so opposite for that I'm just like, uh-huh. I know. and she's like yay <laughs> she's like yay a learning lesson <laughs> me I'm yes. me learning just talking about me that is so me though I'm like yes I know she's like That's guys great. I'm learning <laughs> I'm her and I are like yo <laughs> I'm like this is so fun Give me more challenges, please. Obstacle. Right. I'm like, I'm done. I, I'm good. Remember Don't the other send day you were like, weight. you were like, why are you smiling as you say? That? I know. <laughs> when it was like something painful. Oh yeah. That's. True. I'm a masochist. I'm just kidding, guys. That is a joke. No, it's literally. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. Let's be real. Okay. So, do you guys want to hear any more tips? No. Just simple ones. So this one, like I said, this is for helping someone else. (laughs) Uh Um, Avoid pushing for answers and allow the person to open up on their own time. Like if there's somebody that you care about that's going through it. Mm. Um, Yeah, but to me, like, you have to notice your problems on your own. And that's why it's so hard. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so, so hard for people because... You want to numb it with substances, with yeah. distractions, with mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, but you just need to be true to yourself. <laughs> so simple. So simple. Bye. <laughs> That's the way I like. It. I, no, I, I, it. I wish I the world it. was that like just cut and dry as far as dealing with like their their wounds. Do you know what I mean? I think it's one step at a time, and yeah. it comes with finding people you can talk to about it, like mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. like how we have found this handy dandy um circle circle of friends <laughs> three best friends that everybody could ever have, have. <laughs> yes oh my god um, I okay i'll give one more and then we'll probably wrap up today so um whenever you're talking to somebody that's going through something like this you should stay calm during the conversations even when the person tries to provoke a response because the person may be trying to test their theory that everyone rejects them that's just a random tidbit of information you never know who that speaks to very true Mm -hmm. i I think lisa's gonna tell us about the wounds one more time and then after that she's gonna tell you how people mask it yeah so it's just to conclude like the wounds if you didn't understand um so when we have the wound like of rejection we're usually uh we're usually we we usually have the mask of the first fugitive Mm -hmm. yeah fugitive that way which one does that go with the rejection okay yes um, when it's abandonment, we are the dependent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emilia. <laughs> uh, when it's uh, humiliation, we are the masochist. 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 Wait, we are the masochist. She's <laughs> 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 the masochist. 
Great, great, make fun of me, humiliation. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So I funny. know, I don't care. Oh, uh, yes, she does. So we're no, that one, please. I Just don't for... know. You don't. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I know. I know you don't care. Wait, I know. I know. Uh, you, I know you don't care. No. Okay. Okay. Good. Can so, you repeat that last one, please? The I think Laura is not listening to me. <laughs> she keeps asking. Like repeat. Okay, one more yeah, time. Okay, so you got this. Okay, hi. So we're gonna talk about rejection. You are the fugitive. Fugitive. Yes. Abandonment. You are the dependent. Mm-hmm. Humiliation. You are the masconist. Masconist. <laughs> Do I have an N on? No, you're good. Yeah, masconist. Don't even know how to say that. Masochist. But it says masochist. <laughs> Masochist. I don't know Why how to say that. Why is there N added? English. Yeah, I know. Can we have a podcast about the English language? Masochist. 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 You guys can laugh at me. Oh my god. She's telling us the wrong pronunciation. Uh Don't listen to Rora ever. Where did I get the mystic? Where did I get the mystic? I know you added ends. Masochist. Masochist. Okay, sorry. So that comes with. Just bear with us. Right. So humiliation, masochist. The masochist. When it goes with betrayal, is the dominator. And injustice is the rigid. Okay. So yeah, so that's the masks that you are wearing uh, depending of the wound you have. That's it. That's my conclusion. Okay. Anything else do you have to say? No, I no? think that that may conclude today's podcast. Yeah. We really do hope that you enjoyed. Yeah, we need feedbacks yeah, also. Yeah, always send us feedback. We actually did start an Instagram page at... We keep, did. Yeah, it's called Keep It dot period. Foxy. Yeah, dot, dot Foxy. So you guys should go and follow us there. We don't have any posts yet, but we are only a week old. But Right. So bear with us on that one, but we will... Don't reject me. Don't reject us, please. (laughs) We're so wounded. Yeah. Not really. We keep it foxy here. Yeah. We got pretty pretty sad on this episode, but don't get it twisted. Yeah. We're coming in hot next week. Yeah. Yeah. Juicy, juicy. Yeah. It's going to be a good topic next week. This is also a good topic. We wanted to get in our feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we got to get in our feelings. Because things are going on in the world. People need to really know that there are others out there that have wounds. Those are those. So, ask us questions. Mm -hmm. Follow us. Tell us what you thought. Love us, please. And (laughs) keep it foxy. Your wound is very important. Yes. Okay, guys. So we'll we'll uh, see you. Not see you, but talk to you. You'll hear us. Yep. Next, next week, week, Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yeah. Every For Tuesday. our next episode of Keep, Keep It Foxy. It foxy.